I'm keeping this. Oh, that's you know, funny. You that, always keep That's funny odd for a intros. couple of reasons. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, y'all, don't make me start laughing. Please don't. Nothing will get done. What is going on, everybody? Here we are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. <laughs> Yo, so many inside jokes are happening right now. <clears throat> I'm your host, Rob. I have the co-host with the most who is always vibrating higher, Miss Jessica Fountain, a.k.a. j with me today. j how you be? What it do? I'm good. Again, disclaimer, we are on one today, everybody, because I don't know what's going on with you, but... <laughs> My birthday. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, so that, this will be playing... What season is it? What are we in? Sagittarius, yeah. This is playing. this is my birthday is tomorrow. Those of you listening, but I just celebrated it today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am giving y'all the rest of the energy that I have to finish this episode. Yo, shout out to our affiliates, Black Water. They have minerals in their water that actually turns it black. Literally, when you pick it up, the water is black. Tastes delicious. Use that link in the description to order some today. Retro Mimi, for those of you who are gamers at heart like me, they sell handheld emulation consoles. Put your ROMs and programs on your micro SD card, pop it in the system of your choice, and take those handheld gaming memories with you everywhere. Check them out in the description. Also, Garner's Garden, they sell natural, organic products, hair care, skin care, oral health care. Um, I've tried their stuff. I like their stuff. They always have good sales, too. I think they might be having 15% off. They're probably definitely going to do something for the holidays. So if you've thought about changing up some of the products around your house, and they are also black-owned, um, check them out in the description. Make sure you use our affiliate code. And last but not least, Acre Gold, where you can subscribe to purchase bars of gold with monthly payments. Now, um, <clears throat> the internet has been ablaze with a couple of videos, and I'm starting to just see a trend of a bunch of videos come out with just people talking about preferences and, you know, what they want in a mate, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, this, that, and the third. So, we're going to talk about it today, but it's not just me and Jessica. I have one of my best friends... One of the homies, somebody I talk to every day. We both saw the same clip. We were messaging each other. He was like, yo, we need to talk about that. I was like, yo, you right. He is also, you know what? No, 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 I'm going to save it. 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 I'm going to save it for your interview. But we have Mr. CV, a.k.a. Carl Van in the building. What's going on, brother? Hey, not much, man. Happy to be here. It's been a long time. Tell, tell, tell the people what you was doing today. Tell, tell what you was filming for. Oh, man. I'm recording for uh, this new app that is about to come out this coming year. It's called Pass the Peas. So we are giving people a way to be able to pass down family traditions from generation to generation in a digital platform. So be on the lookout for that. Please do. I will have some links in the description so y'all can check them out. But we are going to interview Carl um, before definitely before the app drops so we can tell y'all more about that. So, now, 
we got to get down to the shits. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a video that went viral recently with a lifestyle coach, is what his Instagram says, by the name of Kevin Samuels. Apparently, this guy lives a specific lifestyle, makes six figures, and people communicate with him to get relationship advice. Disclaimer, I did not go to his YouTube and Instagram and spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours looking at his stuff, listening to his stuff. I've heard two clips. I looked at a few of his social media posts and what I derived from that are some topics of conversation in general. So we're not gonna harp on the video and him as a person and all that. Y'all are doing a great job of that online. I'm gonna leave that to y'all. So, um. Um, the video was basically him giving a woman advice based off of the preferences that she wanted in a man and people felt like he was way too harsh, even rude, disrespectful, crossing the line with the way he was delivering his the message of basically calling, telling her it's not going to happen for her because of her looks, which was a big part of the conversation. He was basically saying men who make over six figures do not want an average looking woman and you look average, <laughs> and you have a child. So your likelihood of that happening... He told her she was going to die alone um, if that's what she wants to try to pursue and get. So let's go ahead. I, I broke this down into subtopics. I mean, does anyone have anything they want to say before we get to the first subtopic? I want to make sure everyone has their own... If you have an opening remark, I want to definitely keep the floor open for all thoughts and opinions. No, I'm ready to get to the topics. Oh shit! Put take them boxing gloves off. Um, no, okay. She had the Vaseline her lips up real quick. So <laughs> you did put Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all made me. She's I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I just I'm ready to get into it because it was an interesting video and I just there was so many little extractions I feel like you could take from it yeah. in different. Thought processes and angles. I definitely did. It made me think of a lot of, and I made some posts based off of this. I will say this: um, if you're if you're triggered by things of this nature about men talking about women and their preferences and how they receive things, or vice versa, you are triggered by hearing women talk about men and some of our habits and our expectations. You don't want to listen to this. This is not a bashing session. We're not here to bash women. We're not here to bash. Um, men, we're here to have a conversation um, about when someone goes to seek advice from somebody else or guidance from somebody else and the delivery of the message and things of that nature. So, all right. So we're going to talk about advice versus true guidance. Um, and I say advice versus true guidance because I believe that advice is something that you can get on a whim from somebody, whereas... It, true guidance is when someone has a vested interest in you that really wants you to do well. So they're putting in a bit more time and effort to figure out what you got going on and what your path is. So he was giving this young lady advice. Um, what are y'all thoughts on his, uh, <laughs> the advice he gave her? Like, how do y'all, what, what are your, after seeing the clip or portions of the clip, how do you feel about it? What, what did it make you feel? Well, we can't hear you, Carl, if you said something. Oh, oh, he's talking to somebody. So, I will start by saying 
it I was triggered a little bit um not because of the his information per se or the advice or lack of advice at certain points I felt that it was his tone and his tone didn't come from a place of authenticity or actual I think he was already annoyed because I watched the full um most of the full clip so he was already annoyed with her because she did not take the proper channel which was valid i think that it is a valid uh point of view in the fact that she called into the show on what i believe was a disagreement, disagreement day, day. <laughs> yes and so i'm not familiar with his platform but just from the term of the title disagreement day i'm assuming that it's you don't agree with what he's saying and this is the day he opens up his pa platform to say hey I disagree. That's what I'm assuming. So she called in on that day, but she really was calling for a consultation because she wanted to know information that directly impacted her. And so I felt that he was already, he was triggered because I'm sure he gets that a lot where people try to see, seize the moment and slide in. Um, and it came out in his tone and he just was very agitated with her. And so that is a trigger for me like to hear not just uh, a black man but men in general talk to women in a tone of um like a undermining kind of tone and i felt like that's where he was coming from because he was over her which he had perfect reason to be uh for the context of huh that's I am fired. fired. <laughs> it was an alarm. <laughs> I couldn't oh. let that slide. I'm sorry. We got to get each other. Go ahead. I know. In, in the spirit of accountability, and that was an actual alarm. My thing is on silent. But anywho. Um, so, yeah, I just felt like she came in the show. Uh, she entered the space in a way that he was not receptive to. And that tone continued. So to hear a man not just a black man, but that to me, it uh, made it worse. Like to hear his tone, the way he was talking to her, it was just very aggressive, uh, very aggressive like tone. So for me, it was a trigger. But um, I think that that would be my first, that, that's where I would start. Go back to your question again, make sure I'm staying in the loop. That was the question. I was asking your initial okay. thoughts and feelings after seeing it. That yeah, that was initially, it was hard to kind of for me to get out of that because he just kept going and he kept adding layers to it. So I did get some good information. He had some valid points, but that was my initial response. My so. initial response was, I'm, I'm a words person. Like I like music and some people get into the beats and they like the rhythm. So it sounds like you're a rhythm person. Mm -hmm. You heard the tone. Mm -hmm. I heard the word. So, you know, I listen to Nas. I, don't, I didn't care about his beats back in the day. They were all whack until this last album. So when she said to me that got me on the initial was when she said she when she dates down. I was like, okay, cool. So you got a successful business and you talking about when you date down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, <clears throat> so what you think this six figure dude thinking about when he dating your ass and you and I told Rob and we talked about it, Candy and I said it's about a three. She gave for five, which is cool. And maybe that's wrong of me, and there might be somebody that's gonna listen to this and be like, "He's talking bad about a black woman." But I mean, you know, I, I I went and had to check her out too. I had to go check out some more pictures of this young lady and see what she looked like without her makeup on, and even with her makeup on, full body, and all that stuff like that. 
she got some real lofty expectations. And it sounds like she thinks she's better than the people that she's around. And everything that she said, I felt like, yeah, he came on and he was a little hot in the beginning, um, you know, and a little bit defensive or or uh, aggressive, like you said. But I think she uh, she walked into that uh, situation, which was bad for her. But at the end of the day, she she kind of deserved a little bit of what she got. So I don't even I, feel bad. I'm actually mad at her. I agree with that. I, I, I agree with the fact that not even, I didn't even feel like she was, I think her expectation was lofty, but I, I felt like she was insecure. Like I felt right. that when to call into the show and to, to, when you said date down, to me, that's the insecurity because when you, when you really know who you are and you really know what what where you stand in a in a fuller scope like you you don't allow people to like just do anything and everything on you just like with him he start he was like hey you called in cuz he knows that he has a platform he has a business he was able to stand in his his truth of i have a business this is not the the context of the show today and you called in and he addressed his boundary even though he allowed her and he said, I'm going to use this as a teaching moment. So I feel like the same in dating. If you know who you are and you know that you bring all of this to, why are you shrinking? You're shrinking because you're not really convinced that you are those things. Like, I don't think she's convinced herself that she is beautiful. She rated herself as a six. I mean, I don't think that I am the best looking person in the universe, but I don't also don't think that I, on my best day, I'm a six. Like, I feel like on my worst day, I'm a six. Like, <laughs> eat, like when I'm sh when I'm in my lowest place, mm -hmm. I'm still above average because I put things into me that are, for me, above, uh, I don't want to be average. I don't want to be that. So I, without makeup, without anything, without earrings, in my raw, when I'm snotting and crying, whatever that looks like, I still feel like I am more than, a, I'm a six. Like, so your best day, you were six? To me, like, that was a struggle for me. Yeah. Like, it, and you saying, you said you were a five. Like, without the, I get, without, without it. it. But on your very best day, making six figures and with makeup on and you, like, smell good, dress, everything is in place. You're a six? That's a problem. She, she knew what the deal was. She knew exactly right. what she was. <laughs> right. She was being extremely she generous. <laughs> but and the that, other thing. Oh, my bad. Yeah, go ahead. No, that's it. The other thing that I caught was when she was saying that the encouragement part, like, I don't want to have to encourage, the, uh, you know, somebody to do more, right? So here's my thing. And me and my wife were talking about it. If you got a six-figure dude, he can have a down day. You need to encourage that man. It, 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 he can be a millionaire, but he's going to need that encouragement, even behind some of the strongest men that you see out there that have the most. Somebody's behind him, pushing him to some extent. So I think, you know, that's unfair for her to say, because, you know, yeah, some people are more self-driven than others, but it's unfair for her to even have the expectation that that's no longer going to be a thing because that's that's just a part of a relationship. And that man who is a six-figure man today could no longer be a six-figure man because I used to make six figures. I don't make that anymore. My wife wanted me off of the road, but she's still here pushing me and she knows that I got a million-dollar idea behind me right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that wasn't a requirement that I have that. You know what I mean? So I think that with her focus being on that, that's what made me be like, oh, my like my, my initial feeling is just, hey, she's wrong. She's she's thinking about all the wrong things. 
and dude gave her the business and she needed that. He did. Yeah. And I think you got something to say, Rob? Yeah, I didn't want you to lose your thought though, but go ahead. It it was just on the fact oh, maybe I did lose my thought. No, I did. <laughs> Are we that old? <laughs> no, oh, we're not. I know Jessica typically writes her stuff down, so I like to let her go because she'll forget it at times. You got to depend. Look at that. <laughs> See if it come back to you. Um, my yes. I, my initial thoughts, me and CV are, CV are a lot alike. Life has definitely taught me a very important lesson that most people won't get. I can genuinely pull the best out of the worst situations. Like I can ignore the attitude and the way he was talking to her, blah, 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 because I don't have a personal investment in either one of them. The only thing we have in common is that we all black, which is important as well. But I'm like, let me see what's happening in this conversation. Because I think so many people like to put the obstacle in front of the lesson that they focus on the obstacle and they don't get anything from it. Um, this is the other thing uh, that I said about this video. I was like, you called in. For me, if I call in the show, that is a show I listen to. That is a show that I know. That is a show that I've heard before, more than likely. I'm not going to call a random show and get advice from somebody that I don't know. So that means I probably have heard him talk to people before. So I probably know how he's going to talk to me when I come on this show. I'm pretty sure he's probably broken down other people. Well, he has because... <laughs> There was the other video clip I posted where he was talking to a guy and I made sure I posted that because I didn't want people to think, oh, he's bashing women, bashing women. Now he was straight with no chaser to everybody. So, but I, I did feel bad for her because I do know quite a few and that's another episode. Oh, thank God for you, Jessica. We have to put together because I want to get some, some six figure people to have this conversation, but I hear that six figure thing and then just immediately I'm just like, that's so broad. Six figures. Just really think about it, y'all. That's $100,000 a year all the way up to $999,999 a year. That is a broad spectrum of income, and that is a broad spectrum of person. The person who makes $100,000 a year is probably going to be vastly different than the person who even makes one fifty. Just so it's like, okay, you have the income goal, but what do you, what do you really want in a man? What do you want from this relationship? Because like right, CV said, that, answer that. right? Because like CV said, that money can go any day. The man could fall and break his leg. The man could have a heart attack and become this. You just don't know. He might be terrible with his money. So many things could happen. And then like you said, when she rated herself, that's when it got real uncomfortable. Because a lot of people like to pull it. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> we like to pull this bullshit of looks and blah blah blah. That shit matters. Like 90% of the time, 100%. probably 95%, I'm lying. 99% of the time, the reason you talk to the person you're talking to is probably because you were attracted to them physically. Something was there that made you say, Row. you know, or you looked at your homeboy or homegirl like, yo, you see that, yo, what do you think? All right, yeah, let me go holler at that. Like, it, it fucking matters. I'm sorry. <laughs> we all... Life has to exist. Yeah, I mean, we all want to be with someone that is attractive, at least attractive to us. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't hurt that they are pleasing to the eye if you're going to be out in public as well because you're going to be seen with this person and people have thoughts and opinions and blah, blah, blah. Um, so she rated herself average. And when he said she was average at best, I hated that a lot of headlines said that because when you watch it, she ra he didn't rate her. She rated herself. And then she also 
this is another thing going back to your point, Jessica. She said, well, my body's above average. Then pictures of her body came out and her body isn't above average. It was a lie. <laughs> so it goes back to the, <laughs> I'm not trying to diss her. Like, if no, I, compare... I, didn't see, I didn't. And I didn't, when he said that, uh, Carl said that he went and saw her page. I never saw her page. But I, I got a good snapshot of sis on the show. Like, she, her body language her she was uncomfortable it was like she was trying to fool herself on these numbers on the data on the information mm -hmm. and it wasn't translated and i think that some people because she's used to talking down she's been able to convince the people that you're talking down to of these false facts uh and that's not when you really talk to people that know something like know and are an expert in a certain area yeah. it's like me going to talk to an architect about angles and I'm just calling things out. Your la the language, faking it, is not the same language that the expert would use. And I feel like if she was truly authentic with that part, like of she had like knew in herself who she was, like it didn't come across that way. That And going back to your point about the, the 100K, that's, that's just the, she didn't even know what that looks like. Like, right. like you said, it's such a vast range for one, but he asked, well, what do, what do they want? And she was contradicting her thoughts because you're just picking this idea and you assume that there are a lot of six figure income owner, uh, earners that do not, that are still, she still would be dating down in her mind. Yeah. Like you would be dating down. Like I could have a plumbing business and I could be in overalls dirty all day. But I can make six figures. Facts. But I make right. six figures, so. Well, and I say dating down, meaning they can make six figures, but disrespect you, not love Facts. you, Facts. not care for you. Facts. They make six figures, and they think of their money, even in a relationship, as all of theirs. Nothing is considered to be about you. Like, so Facts. I would rather be with a thousandaire that values me than a six figure like so that number is just so false it's like a, a idea a, a conception that people like get hooked on and they assume that everybody that's at that bracket like has something and 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 they don't i can tell you that when i, I was making about 120 and i got a frat brother of mine that makes about 250 right now our six figures are a lot different you have to be very uh, specific when you're talking about six figures. You know, I wish that my, my 120 looked anything like that 250. It's, it's, it's a lot different. Hope. So she needs to be intentional in her prayer as well. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to transition to the next piece of the um, conversation here. Um, and in transition, I do want to say this. I want to say a couple things in closing. If y'all have anything else to say about this, y'all can um, when I wrap this up. But I want to say a couple things. Deadass, if you're listening to this and you're one of those people who wants advice or relationship or advice or whatever, I feel like part of that has something to do with what's going on with you. And I would advise you to seek professional counseling or uh, therapy just to get a self evaluation, just to help get that self evaluation from a professional who will take a vested interest in you. Someone who has, you know, has clinically proven themselves to be able to communicate and extract information versus somebody who may or may not. I don't I research him or anything like that, but I doubt it. But um, that's what I'll say, number one. Number two, 
I posted this after all of this back and forth stuff has been happening. I said, when it comes to relationships and dating, sometimes you need to make your list the minimum, not the maximum. There's nothing wrong with aiming high. Just be prepared to climb that mountain. Don't get so focused on the tangible things that you forget about the character and characteristics of the person. Yes, when, whoever we date or be with, we definitely, I mean, we, who doesn't want them to have their shit together? But that, that's not just the financial aspect of things. That is your personality. That is your values. That is how good is your sex. There's so many things that go into that. And when you keep saying six figures, six figures, you're, you're planting a seed in your mind and you're, 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 you're making a judgment about a person before you're getting to know them because you keep talking about the financial aspect. So when you meet someone and their finances aren't where you think they should be or where you want them to be, you're not even going to really give them a fair chance more than likely because that's always on your mind. Well, they don't have the money. They don't have the money. They don't have the money. It could be the best thing that ever happened to you. So really, those of you who do have a list, I would I would challenge you to reevaluate that list. Um, Y'all have anything else to add before we move forward? No, I just wanted to throw out how you casually threw how good your sex is in that list. And you just put that... <laughs> That dog just slid it through there. I was like, okay. He did. I see what I'm he was glad that there, you caught that because I was like. I I, you, you. <laughs> you know what? I said that because when we did The Line Is Not Secure Part 3, one of my homeboys said one of the most important things in his marriage is the sex. And, right. you know, sex is sex and money are big issues in relationships. But, all right. Asked the other guy, the other video, I think the second video that you watched, which is a little, I think it's explicit, so yeah, I'm like, not going to quote it, but it was basically about the sex. Like, Yeah, uh, dude basically was, he was overweight. According, now, again, these are the people telling them, telling Kevin Samuels what they got going on. Um, don't quote me. Which but goes I, to the... I really think that that is rooted in the insecurity, but go ahead. I feel you. Dude said he was... <laughs> Dude said he was overweight. Um, and he was talking about... They didn't They didn't get his expectations, but I, I assume he wants some fine-ass supermodel girl. But, you know, he broke him down, and he said, Dude, you're over... He asked the dude if he had a big dick. And the dude kind of couldn't answer. He said, well, it's above average. He said, no, is it big, though? And so the dude basically danced around the answer. And so he said, so you make, he said, you're overweight. You make less than $1,000 a month, which I want to know how the fuck you survive off of less than $1,000 yeah, a month. And you don't something. have a big dick. So what do you really have to offer this woman that you're, that you saying that you should have or you should deserve? And that's a valid question. Like you gotta, like, if I, if another man asks you how big your dick is, are you going to answer him? You're going to be thrown off. You're going to be like, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I've never been asked by a man, hey, you have a big dick? I don't care what context it is. I don't want no man asking me about that. So I can see why dudes like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see why. You know why? Back to my earlier point. You're not calling this guy random. You've heard him talk. I'm pretty sure this ain't the first time he talked to somebody like this. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I would still be thrown off because it's like, whoa. I'd be like, I'm going to holler at you. <laughs> but you know what's funny? You know what's funny? When we talk to the homeboys, we say that. Shit, I be laying that pipe. We'll talk shit then. But when you get, when there's somebody pull you to the table to really talk about your shit, to get real with you, now you're uncomfortable. And he, yeah. These, I just, I, going back, this is not the platform in which he's not an expert, Facts. I would say. Facts. Like, he's not an expert to 
to even if he gives um uh what did you call it at the beginning of the Advice show versus Not, true guidance true guidance even if he gives true uh, a true level of guidance it's not hang your hat on that and pitch your tent and live your whole life on it. Like you gotta zoom out a little bit and look at it. Okay, this is the nugget that they provided. How does this fit in my life? Is it working for me or not? But you cannot just say, okay, Kevin said, like, and, and, and it's Kevin said. Yeah. Like, and I feel like these people are coming to the show almost. I don't know, in such a glorified manner. And it's disturbing because I think that they they show the insecurity. I think we all have insecurities and we all have things that um questions like we I bounce things off of you all the time. Like there's these questions and concerns, but it's not to the point where I'm calling in a show and I need your she I mean she was she was serious and he was serious. They're I both, don't know. Yeah, they were both they were serious. both very, very excited <laughs> to be there. That I, I think, you know, when we say what do we bring to the table, more people need to have that conversation with themselves and be honest with yourself. Just because one person was feeling you, they might have been gassed up by the money, they might have been gassed up by the D or the poom poom, what have you. But really, who are you? And we're going to get to that later. But I want to talk about the delivery of the message. That seemed to be the biggest pain point for a lot of people was the delivery of the message. So... Uh, I'll start with myself <laughs> when it comes to delivering the message. Um, I'm pretty straightforward there. Depending on who it is, depends on how, I guess, for lack of a better word. I mean, no, not even gonna say lack of a better word, how direct I am. Um, I get a big part of that from my past failures and just sugarcoating shit. And also from my mentor, uh, shout out to Corbin J. Millette. He used to give it up straight with no chaser. If I was slacking, he'd be like, yo, you bullshitting. What are you doing? <clears throat> I didn't always like it, but it was what I needed to hear, and it was the way I needed to hear it. Like, some people are so used to the sugarcoating and people being so nice and selling you these lofty dreams that you think you're not doing as bad as you are. And sometimes you are. My brother said that to me the other day. He was like, you know, when you talk to people, you don't have to be so harsh. I said, bro, we're not getting no... I said, our responsibilities are increasing and so is our age. Like, why, why? We don't have time to fucking play. Like, COVID has shown us whatever you're trying to get done on this earth or whatever you're trying to achieve or accomplish, you don't have time to play. And you have more competition than ever now, especially with the internet and all this other shit out here. So I'm like... And I told him, I said, this is how I give it up to everybody. Ask a friend. This is how we talk to each other. Like, CV be getting on me. I get on him. You know, we hold each other highly accountable. But that's the way that I deliver the message. But part of that, too, is people know me, know my intentions behind it. They know I'm not being an asshole. They know I'm not tearing them down. I'm just showing you that this obstacle might not be as big as you are making it. So let's talk about ways to get around this obstacle. Let's talk through it and work through it. So how do y'all give it up? <laughs> Go ahead, Miss Jessica. I'm, no, I'm curious I want to you go first. Because <laughs> I see your face, I was like, I wonder. No, if I need a chance to think. I know how I I, wanna... I'll answer for you because I gotten some of it. <laughs> well, man, I, I'm sort of like you to an extent, man. I um, I I have learned over the years how to put a little bit of candy in my message. See, my wife, she's a counselor. She's so big on on communication, and I would oftentimes give her. The very tough love that I, you know, saying that I was used to get, 
So like me, you know, me and my homeboys in my circle, I would always be like, yo, they'd be like, nigga, get to it, you know, get your shit together. And if I came at her and said it in the same way, it wasn't received as encouraging. It would be like, man, why are you coming at me? You know, why are you coming down on me that way? And so I think, you know, and when that video specifically, when they looked at it, they looked at it as a man speaking to a woman and they just felt like he was belittling her. But he was just giving her real life stuff. And if you're talking to me and if I'm your friend, I'm going to just give you real a real message and let you know, like, hey, this is what you need to do. And I'm not going to sit there and baby you. Because if I do, then what? how am I really helping you? You know? So I think the delivery was appropriate. I think especially when it comes to relationships, for some reason, whenever it's something like dealing with relationships, you have to be this kind and sweet person. Relationships are real as hell. And sometimes you need that real um, harsh answer about things. Max. One, and one of the things I liked about Jessica when we first started talking, um, she delivered a message to me that was hard. We weren't official yet. And she was still talking to her ex. And she came to me and told me, oh, well, you know, you might not be daddy. And I, so she's real, right? She's wrong about it. She she told me she didn't have to tell me, but she straight up told me that, right? Some women would have either one, hit it, or two, kind of danced around it and, and found some way to tell you, right? But I mean, the fact that that person comes out, communicates with you, a hard message, give it to the person. Let them deal with that. Let them figure out how to cope. But at the end of the day, deliver the message and they'll deal with their feelings. You can't sit there and place, you know, figure out how to give your message around people's feelings. Mm. Now, I agree. Let me tell y'all how Jessica get. Oh, go ahead, Jessica. No, tell tell the people since <laughs> since you know, tell the people how I give messages. I can't I can't speak for you, Queen. Go ahead and use your voice. I can't wait. I want I still want to hear this point of view. I want to see if it's in alignment how I think I give messages and how you say I give messages. So, I can only talk about how you talk to me, so go ahead. I am the friend that I give you the, not not the truth, but I, I'm very realistic and I give my truth about, I, I try to listen and I try to give my authentic opinion about it. So I don't really sugarcoat. I'm very... Um, Facts. I don't want to, I don't want to like break you down though, which is what I feel like where the tone is so important because I felt like he was annoyed so much with this woman that his tone for me, and that's where I struggle. I don't like to give off, even if I don't agree with you, and even if I think you're BSing it, or if I feel like there's another level, there is a way to communicate that. And that was my personal struggle with listening to him, but I always try to communicate that. One of my friends, my friends, I feel like have consistently said, that I challenge them. Like I am a challenger. I am a person that will say um, pretty much how I'm thinking and what I feel and call a spade a spade. And sometimes that's in your favor and sometimes that is not. <laughs> and on the days that the spade does not fall, I, I find that sometimes people don't like that, but they always respect me because they know I'm going to come with uh, authentic, like I, I, I was transparent and authentic. And they come back for more advice, don't they? They come back for more advice, and yeah. that yeah. I feel yeah. like is I, I've lost some, I've gained some, and we've restructured, like realigned at yeah. t different times. And I, I used to, that used to hurt. 
Like, because sometimes people would leave and I'm like, but I was trying to help you. Like, I didn't say that I wasn't coming from malice and I wasn't coming from a place of hate or like to hurt your feelings. I felt like you needed to know that so that you could operate. I mean, it's like if I know a landmine is over there and your goal is to walk across the street and right in your path, there's a landmine. I feel like as your friend, I should I at least identify to you that, okay, you can go across the street, but there's a landmine right there and you might want to avoid that. I cannot make you do that. I'm not going to put you on a collar and right. pull you and force you to, to, uh, to navigate that, but I am going to identify that for you so that you, you have all of the facts and all of the awareness to avoid it or not avoid it. That's really up to you, but you can't say that I didn't warn you. 1000% agree. That's the vibes that I get from you. Um, I also think a step further, and you might not know this, you're very, it's funny, you come off in a very loving way. You don't come off harsh. It comes off like, you come off as, I am concerned. This is, this has worked for me. I love it. I see it in your face. I was like, I want this good feeling that whatever this is is giving to me, you can do this and it will help your situation. That's what I get from you. It's hey, almost. Bro, I just met her and I, she's very motherly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> right. The other night he sent me a text. He was like, do not cry. Do not cry. He sends the screenshot and he says, do not cry. <laughs> <laughs> but thank y'all like it's been a I mean this even my personality going back to like resting in that like mm -hmm. you just gotta know who you are because it could be a strength of yours and if you're not used to your superpower or that piece of you like you, other people will make you shrink in that and like I I like I said, I lost some, and now I feel really confident because I know that it's coming from a sincere place like I don't I don't want to hurt your feelings. And yeah. that's the only piece. He had a lot of valid points, but I just felt like his ego, He because he knew it was his platform and he knew that he could and he knew his reputation to be um, very cutthroat in a way. Like, he could just, he was ripping her and ripping her and ripping her. And I didn't feel like, I felt like his information was true, but I didn't feel like that was going to help her either. And I guess that's my approach. Like, yeah, my goal at the end is that it helps you. Like, what's the point of giving you the information if you can't digest it? Like, this this pill will save your life, but if it is the size of a cinder block, you can't swallow it. So it doesn't matter if it's gonna <laughs> save your life or not. Like, you can't you can't digest this. Yeah. So I, like I felt one. like she's gonna walk away now with all the information that is very true and very um, real for the people that has done the healing. But I also think she's going to walk away even more defeated or and shrink a little bit more because it just was so hurtful to hear. Like, it wasn't in a package that I felt like she's going to digest well. But I think the funny part is she got, she, she might shrink from that conversation, but the attitude I got from her was that she's been shrinking people all along. Like, I feel like the way that she talked about the men that she's encountered and basically saying the guys that she know ain't good enough for her. Like, she was literally reducing a man down to his income. And, I mean, at the end of the day, we know that we are so much more than that. 
Like, I'm the main cook in my house and cleaner and, you know, very involved dad, right? And I, I still make the, the most money, like, out of the two of us right now. But that's something that could change, right? But my worth is more than that. And so she's equating that to that. She's been shrinking dudes for a minute. And so maybe she needed that. Hopefully she grows and that's interesting because I don't... It's, it, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I uh, I really do agree with your point of view. The the piece that kind of is confusing with her, I don't think that she's been. I didn't get. I'm not going to say because I don't know her. I don't. I didn't get that she bashes men, but I think that there is a skewed relationship with men, and I think that to men they probably heard bashing. But from looking at it from the woman, I felt like there is some type of skewed relationship, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And I'm going to say it comes from, because when she she mentioned her father, her uncle, about being the six-figure owner. So now you have, like, that God effect of how you've elevated your father and your uncles to be, like, the benchmark. Mm-hmm. And that could be some trauma there. Like, whatever, however they either... Whatever, however they perform and what's needed for the women in their lives, I don't know. This is digging deep into information we don't have. But I felt I didn't quite get from her that she reduces men because she was like, I have, like, I can help. Maybe she dates down to make herself look good, but I Mm. didn't get that because she's so insecure. So it didn't seem to me that she's a, like, usually that type of person, if they're dating down and it's for them to be elevated, they come off with a sense of arrogance. Like, she didn't have arrogance to me. She sound very low. So it seems like she's dating down, and the first two people she named off was her dad and her uncle, and then she has a son, which she probably babies, going back to that nurturing, like, I can help them. She talked about helping them. So I just, what I heard was like, you keep dating down out of this narrative of what you think a man should be, and this man is probably coming from nine times. For most people, our the way we choose relationships stems from how we saw our parents or the the opposite. Either we know we don't want that at all, and we choose to look for something completely opposite, or they we like it so much that we try to duplicate it. And so I just didn't quite get the narrative that she... She probably is aggressive, like, because how she slid in the platform. But I just feel like it might not be to the extent of belittling the man, but settling for anything. And then when they don't meet, you're trying to turn somebody into something that they're not. Because your baby daddy is a parent. She said he wasn't, she didn't talk bad about him. Mm -hmm. I feel like if she was going to be that person, she would have ripped him to shreds then. But she didn't. She tried to be passive, and she was like, he's not around. Well, he's 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 not that active. He is right. around, but he don't participate. Like, she could have said, oh, he's a deadbeat. He ain't he shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I, I think sometimes... Oh, sorry, Rob. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, I was just going to say a part of delivering a message is what you don't deliver in a message, too, right? So, like, what you don't say speaks volumes. And I just didn't hear her say anything about any other quality that mattered. Other than six figures, like right. when I was listening to it, I just so to me that seemed like the most important thing. So when she was delivering her message, I mean, what got lost in translation for me is: is there anything else that matters? Like, is this wallet the only thing that? Mm-mm. I don't is, think it does. I think it is the wallet, but I think 
I don't think it's in the, the most negative aspect of the spectrum. Some people think money matter because they ain't never had none. So yeah. she thinks that the money got her out of her situation, not looking at it like that's going to, like money changes it. Like a lot of people yeah, think yeah. money is the thing. Like, no, yeah, it's don't. creating, it's passion, it's purpose. It's not the money. You yeah. attract all the money if you operate in your passions your purpose and your your thing but we have it twisted that's why we like put position ourselves in these these places because we're we're still so hyper focused on money people will do anything for money and they think oh, everything man. come from money like i know man you i'm have still a thinking about that only fans bro yeah oh my god <laughs> don't get my only fans popping dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. right that's like when we were talking man. about that i was like this is only fans like Everybody yeah. got an OnlyFans. It, it's just money, 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 money. There's a lot you can... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, in wrapping this one up before we move on to finding your identity, which is usually the root of everything, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm listening to Jessica and CV here, and y'all got me reflecting on me. And, you know, my tone changes when I'm annoyed with you because... This is probably the fourth or fifth time we're having the same conversation and you're in the same place. And you keep coming to me for advice or recommendations, but that's letting me know that you're not taking action. And that's when my tone changes. And that's when I can, mm -hmm. I can become a little bit of a different person because I'm investing this time in these conversations and money or whatever, because I'm genuinely invested in you doing better, but you're not doing your part. I can't go for that. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, please keep this in mind. <laughs> I feel like I'm being so negative tonight. This is just, again, straight no chaser. There's nothing wrong with aiming high. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with your own preferences of what you want. But you also need to understand and realize that those come with a probability. Um, again, using her as an example. I think she was, what, 36? 37? 35, I thought. She was like 35, 36 years old with a son. So... The probability of you, of that man picking you over a woman, let's say a woman, that looks just like you. Let's say you had a twin sister, and he got to pick between the two of y'all, but he don't. your twin sister doesn't have a child. He probably going to pick her, you know, because the, the child thing is a factor for some men. So you just really have to be realistic with yourself. The more you're probably going to want, the probability and likelihood of you getting it is probably going to shrink. I can't say by how much because we all want different things. But I keep that in mind when I set goals and shit like that and the people I work with, I'm like, all right, we got to be realistic. Like, let's set an achievable goal. It's not, yeah, dog, you know, we're going we gonna to get to a million right now. It's like, all right, how do we get to 50,000 first? All right, now how do we get to 100,000? Like, that can be the overall goal, but that ain't going to be like what we talking about in the meeting every day. You know, so because that probability, you got to keep things realistic with yourself. But... I said all that to get to our final segment, which is going to be finding your own identity, finding out who you are, where you are, what you bring to the table and being comfortable in your own skin and being able to say, fuck these outside opinions. I know me. That is a very long and hard, never ending journey. It's a never ending journey. But when you get to a certain point, um, and I feel like I'm at a certain point personally, it feels so damn good. 
It feels so good. It's free. Yeah, man, you got a different glow about you and everything. Look at him. Yeah. You got a different glow. It's gold. Yeah, man. Because what had happened was... Never mind. Hey. <laughs> I got the laugh. I got the laugh. I got the laugh. You did. <laughs> That's what you were looking for? I was looking for that laugh. How do y'all feel about you all, yourselves, and your identity? Well, as I mentioned, I think that I am a six on my worst day. And I'm not talking about physical. Like, I think that I, I, I shouldn't even say six because I told, who did I, I was talking to somebody. When we break this down, a six is technically failing. On a scale of 10. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> like, you can't even I use a seven. Conversation yeah. with somebody. I was like, that that just doesn't make sense to me because you're still failing. Like, yeah. so <laughs> I'm going to say that I'm a seven. Like, at least passing. And I, and I, I am happy with, I am 100% happy with my seven. Like, I feel like I am enough. I feel like there are things in my life that obviously are objectives, things I want to get better, things I want to like tweak. Um, but I am happy with the work that I'm doing. I'm happy that I have self-awareness. I'm happy with um, just like, I feel like I'm enough. Like I don't feel like I have to be, have any type of, I don't know, like, I'm just enough. Like, and I, I've, I look back at younger versions of myself, like when I was Ooh. in my uh, late teens, like 19, 25, and just, you think you're going to do the, like this thing makes this thing and yep. this thing. And it's like that whole book, you all, you need to throw it away. Like you define it. You define what the thing is. So it's only a thing to you if it's, if you make it a thing. Like, and I just started, uh, I started therapy, going back to one of your other points. I went to therapy. I do holistic care. Like, and when I say self-care, something um, I read talked about self-care for black women. A lot of uh, uh, black women more specifically in this, but self-care is not getting your nails done. That's self-maintenance. Like self-care is like actually internally caring for your the things that make you whole. Mm -hmm. And I think for so long, because we are a culture, not just black women, black men as well, on appearance and looking good, that we have adapted this mentality we call our maintenance, like self-care. But like, as right. we know, when you strip all of that down, when you don't have a haircut, when you Ooh. don't have all of these like outward layers, like and your hair's not done and laid and your nails not done, that, none of that matters. You can get all of that, get the massages, get everything that looks good and be a whole 10, a whole snack in these streets and be mentally a negative two. Like, Facts. and emotionally living in turmoil and you got it all together. Like, you see it every day. Like, celebrities who have the money, going back to these false standards, we think it's the money. We think it's the fame. We think it's the outward, let me be fine. Let me get my waist trainer. Let me get all of this stuff. And then those are the people that are dying because of suicide, overdosing, like living lives because it's nothing physical. 
And like until yeah. you get to that mentality that you are enough, which is very intangible, I don't think that you're ever going to be happy in anything. Like never. So I I am at a point where I am I am really happy with myself. I'm proud of myself and I feel like there has been a transition of of what I'm attracting in that. Like I just feel that's something that I wrote in my notes. I think mm-hmm. once we move from these ideas of let me call and get advice advice from somebody because they got the they got it right. and I need to get it from them right. instead of being it and attracting. Like when you start being the thing that you want, like internally thinking it, visualizing it, being successful. I am successful and telling yourself that you'll start attracting the success because you've transformed the whole like internal structure of yourself. So I don't know. I'm a seven going back. On my worst day. You did not have to give yourself a number. But CV, how about you, sir? Your answer, I think, is going to be interesting because you you have a different transition in your life that Jessica and I haven't had because you're a family man. You know, you have, you know, children and you have a wife. So I'm pretty sure that that hit different and you probably have reevaluated yourself. Man, my identity shifted so much. Like, if if you had to ask me, what life looked like i was like i'm gonna have you know a fresh uh designer suit walking out of a high-rise condo and you know pulling up to my rolls royce every day like but you know those things are just things and as i've grown like my purpose has shifted dramatically like i don't know what life would look like without hearing my little rugrats in the morning um and you know beyond them I think my purpose and and, uh, finding my identity is really just really taking like a step back and going back to what I most enjoyed as a child. And that's really like my family. Um, And and ironically, it's brought me to this app that we were talking about briefly earlier. Like, really, that's that's what the crux of this thing is. It's a platform in a digital way, but it's all about the people. It's really just about connecting, Um, you know, I, I love being in the kitchen cooking for my family, and that's how I show my love. Like, if I fucks with you, you're going to get a good meal up out of me. When you come to my house, like, I'm going to put... Yeah, like, Rob, you know, you come, wait till you come back down, dog. Like, I, I love to feed my people, and I just like fellowshipping with people. And those are the things that matter the most to me. It's not about going and taking Instagram pictures in Dubai or some, you know, exotic place. It's literally about just being with the people that I love and fellowshipping them. So I think more than anything, I've shifted from thinking about things and then I'm thinking now it's more about how much time can I get with the people I love. So, um, but to rate myself, Miss um, Jessica, I think I'm strong eight. You know what I'm saying? When I wake up my mouth hot, I'm going to give myself an eight in the morning. <laughs> God, if I, get, if I get in shape, if I get in shape, oh man, I'm going to go ahead and throw that it's thing up on the board. Yeah, it's over. Oh, man. Don't let me get in the gym. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Something you Yo. just said, I wrote it down. Um, everybody, and I, and I, like I said, we're just meeting, but I'm putting, I, I'm if I had to, like, do a quick analysis and you go back and fine-tune it, I would put you in the group with these people that I, I do know personally. Like, when you start looking at 
successful people are people that are very goal oriented and have vision. All the people that I've talked to when they you ask them about their life, it's interesting that they all have that like when they what the, what it looked like back in the day is this like image of this still this city, this high this high rise, this professional suit, the corner office, and like like you added the Rolls Royce. And I think that that is the imagery that we have been um, conditioned to believe in. Mm-hmm. And then as we start, so we're we're like synced into this like conditioning. So we're doing like the step by step thing, but that's teaching you life experience. And as you're like trucking through life and getting all of this experience, you realize the commonality in the things that were actually where your success truly lies is no longer the things. It's in the relationship, it's in the connection, and it's in the people and and really like doing that thing. And I just think that that's a, it's an awareness that successful people will find out because they, you, 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 you like eat off of the narrative for a little bit, but then you realize like, this ain't making me full. Like, and then have a shift where you're still, you're still that successful or goal oriented person, but you recognize because of life experience in, in our youth, we believe anything. Like we believe Santa Claus. We believe in all of these narratives until experience tells you otherwise. And I think that that's just interesting because I just had the same exact conversation and your same vision for your life was the one that I have for my own. It's the one that sh- the person that I was talking to. And you hear it over and over like Will Smith, all these different people, they share their stories. And it's always that like that vision. Yep. And I think you're tapped in way before you tap in. Like way bef- like that's why you gotta like really you have to like move in your flow and and really keep yep. evolving and experiencing yep. and and um, altering that that piece of life. Like it's like a Rubik's cube. You keep altering it and fine tuning it until you wake up one day and it's like, damn, I did this. Like, damn, yeah. like this. It manifested. It came to life, and it. I don't know. I just think a lot of people have that same vision. And if you have that vision for your life and you still feel like just keep following it because eventually you'll realize that yep. the success is there. It's just not what it's going to look like. We've already got success. Yeah. Right. And we're just building on it at that point. And we right. sometimes feel like we haven't gotten it because we're still stuck on a vision that wasn't even ours. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. You can't get sucked into what other people want and what other people are showing you. My... My biggest focus, I'll also irate myself. I'm definitely an eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said a what? You stole my number. <laughs> huh? What did you say? What happened? I didn't hear you. Who did it? <laughs> I gave myself an eight. An eight. Oh, okay. Um, Y'all see, that's I used the difference to think, between men and women. When, we come when out he so get that low. haircut, though? When he get that yeah, haircut? Yeah, like the cut I got right like, now. Oh. Like the cut I got right now, I bumped myself to 8.5. Uh, <laughs> I have noticed and grown over the years in my self-confidence. I did not have the most confidence. I always knew I was a great guy. I knew I knew how to treat people, but I just never, I could never get that one woman. I could never really pull in the one I wanted, but certain women were attracted to me and those typically ended up being the ones that I um, ended up dating. More recently, I mean, well, even before more recently, I learned that you know, 
what you bring to the table is far more important than what you look like a lot of the, most of the times. If someone if, if someone's open enough to have a conversation with you to get to know you, that's really going to determine whether or not they're going to stick around most times anyway. It don't matter how fine you are cuz I done had some fine women try to holler at this and the third, but I'm like, "Damn, you about you, you're so shallow like there's nothing there's no reason for me to stay here. Like you look good, but there's no reason for me to stay." And I don't want a temporary thing. That's not a long-term thing for me. Now, maybe I ain't been playing in them streets. I might have stayed a little bit longer, but I ain't been playing. So, uh, <laughs> butchering, butchering that so, time, <laughs> so I just, I focus on me. And much like what both of you said, you know, we're in it right now. We're building. And what I'm doing, I'm, I'm sharpening the edges. I'm sharpening some things up because I want to be prepared for my opportunity. So I know what I'm willing to put up with and deal with. I know what I'm not willing to put up with and deal with. And I focus on that. So my identity, I'm very comfortable. I say what I want. I do what I want. You know, that doesn't mean I'm an asshole about it, but I'm comfortable. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm headed. And I've worked very hard to get here. And part of enjoying that is to have the freedom to make those choices that I want to make. Not taking these outside opinions because someone wants to have control or get a piece of this or see me, you see me being more successful without you. So now you're jealous. So now you feel like you need to plant a seed. Maybe you need to feel, maybe you feel like you need to bring me down a notch. Nah, I'm good over here. And I will look anybody in the face and say, look, I'm down to help you. I'm down to work with you. But at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure I'm good. Like understand what's happening here. This is a mutual thing. I don't have to be in this place. I got other things lined up that I could do, but hey, Let's work together on this, that, and the third. If it happens, great. If not, I'm out. I don't get too attached to things in too many different situations unless I see the person, like Jessica, is truly invested the way that I am. Or like CV. We get invested in these things. It's like, all right, let's go. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I want. I want to attract those types of people who's serious about their shit, who's done playing and bullshitting and talking in circles. I'm done with that. I want y'all to go. All y'all can go now. Go right now. Delete my number. Get off my Facebook. Get off my Instagram. Y'all can all go now because y'all not going to help me get to the next level. And I can't help you get to the next level because you don't have the mentality yet. You know, so again, when it comes and that, that boosts the confidence as well because a shorty can make 20000 30, 50, 150000 I know that my personality and my drive is so dynamic that it's going to attract you and I'll, I'll leave it at that, but uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But I know what I bring to the table is more valuable than what's in my bank account or right. what, what, what I make annually. I know that. And I, I challenge everyone out there that's listening, find your identity. Who are you? What do you enjoy? What are you passionate about? What do you want to work on? CV mentioned weight. I need to lose some more weight too. I, I gained some COVID weight. Then I lost like 20 pounds and I think I might've gained five bike. <laughs> and I, <laughs> that was an inside joke, y'all. And now I need to lose some more weight again. It got cold. It's thirty degrees outside, thirty-five degrees. I'm not, I'm not exercising in that. But anyway, said all that to say that you got to find a comfort zone within yourself, and that may mean that person you value so highly might not be a good fit for you anymore. They might be the anchor that's holding you in place. Like you gotta, you gotta, you can't be afraid to be alone sometimes. Be alone for a little while, but you, once you work on yourself and get those things in alignment, you will attract the right people. We're not just talking about romance. You will attract the right people and those key pieces in your life because they'll see it. They'll see it in you. 
Like, Jessica ain't a co-host on here for no reason. I was like, yeah. I need a dynamic black woman. I need someone. And I started looking hey, and looking. when I heard looking. her, though, when I heard her on the show that one time, I was like, hey, yeah. you need to call that girl. I, I told mm-hmm. her. I told her. When I heard I you said, that who one that? time. Let me go back to the archive. Um, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> that's just that's just facts today, though. But thank you. But see, but if I but if I wasn't right with myself, the energy we wouldn't vibrate the way we vibrate. The energy wouldn't be there. You'd be like, I don't know, Rob. But now we jokey jokey. You know me. You're starting to learn my quirks and personality, and you know that your opinion is welcome here. Your thoughts are welcome here, and you've helped me do a lot of stuff. But I could have never gotten you if I didn't have my shit together. So I attracted right. you, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you just right. like you attracted me. Right. And like some of it, it's so interesting because even as you said that sometimes those key triggery words, we have to put emphasis on it because we're so used to talking like down in life. Going back to the the uh, young lady's point when she dates down, sometimes we date people in life down. Like we, we find ourselves friends with people that don't want to have no vision and doing all this stuff. And we're trying yeah. to have conversations with them about growing. And I'm like, uh-uh, you're doing too much. <laughs> like, everything is, too, like, it doesn't align with them. And it's not that even that they are not your friend per se, but that level of, of the friendship, that y'all not in alignment. And it's like, we, we get these trigger words, but when you talking to your people, it don't matter. Like, I've been so many different places. But when the lang- when you're talking to the person that gets it, the language is like speaking Spanish to a person that speaks Spanish or uh, Japanese to a person that speaks Japanese. It's easily understood. But if you're speaking Japanese and I speak uh, English, like there's a disconnect and you're not going to get it. Even if you know Konnichiwa, you might pick up the one word, but you're not, kick- you're not picking up the full context of, of what's being said. So I think tribe meets tribe and we we really we we connect like that because like you said we're we're in alignment you attract that and then you can be you can live in being that too yeah boy dropping some gems this is a, a gem dropping show um but that's all i have do y'all have any closing thoughts or feelings i got just one last thought and that'll be it for me do y'all have anything y'all want to no. TV. I'll let the church say amen. I'm glad we discussed this because th- when I first heard it, I was just, the whole video, I was just like, <laughs> Lord, it was just so heavy. I was I, laughing. I made it through like six, four minutes the first I time. was laughing. I was like, man, let me let me get a seat. Let me get some popcorn. I, I was eating that junk up. I was like, ooh, get him. What's ooh, your sign? Get him. I was like, <laughs> I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. that fits though because I I know some Tauruses and they probably would have laughed too, like Taurus Capricorns, all of those signs. I don't. Right. You're not right. into signs. Right. <laughs> well, my my wife is and she educates me on. She she printed out like a, a prenatal ch- or natal chart or something uh-huh. like that for me to read. I still need to read it. I mean, but, it's uh, very it's and so it's not crazy. signs and wonders. I mean, it literally it it aligns a lot of the stuff. It, it does. It's a little creepy, actually. I know. But that's what the Egyptians like did. They the pyramids, all of that stuff. It, they knew about astrology, the everything. I, I can't go on and on, but it's very deep. And it's yeah. my my last gem I'm gonna give y'all, and this is something life will teach you. 
when it comes to seeking advice or guidance, um, look for people who are truly qualified to give it to you. There are certain people I call for certain things. When I need woman, woman advice, there are certain friends I'll call. When I need financial advice, there are certain friends I call because that's their world. That's either that's either their profession or they're really, really, really good at it. But they also know me and they know my characteristics and my traits. So they can cater that advice to Rob. Not just like they would someone off the street that they just met, but they can cater it to me. Just like CV. When we were working on some things together, I've been slacking, but we're working on some things together. He sent me an app. He was like, bro, I noticed this about you. Try this app. The app was a perfect fucking fit. Oh my gosh. Like I can organize my thoughts so quick, so easily, and it's saved, and I can get back to it and jump right back into it seamlessly. But he knew that because he he saw, he kind of saw we have great conversations, but Rob need to get more on the paper side of things. He need to start putting this stuff down in an organized way. And it was a perfect fit. But, you know, is he something he had experience with and he knew that it would be helpful for me. Because if I was the type of person that just don't listen, he probably wouldn't even <laughs> mention the app. <laughs> he probably just be nope. like, yeah, all right, cool, wouldn't whatever. Have wouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> so go to people who are qualified. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Um, do not forget about our affiliates. The links will be in the description. Retro Mimi. Black Water, Acre Gold, and Garner's Garden. Um, we will have CV back. We'll be interviewing him about past the peas. Go ahead and tell them where they can find you, CV. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at past the peas app. It's past spelled traditionally the and peas is spelled with a Z like zebra app, and that's on Instagram. So please like and follow. And share with your friends, and maybe we will actually feature your family in our little documentary that we'll be um, pairing when we actually launch that. Yes, and like the Facebook page. Like the Facebook page. That too, yeah. Check it out. Hit him up. Book. Book. This guy is out here working. He's uh, He was working today, but he made time for us. I mean, you know where you can find us, and that, that information will definitely be in the, uh, the description. You can find us at FME underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook from My Experience Podcast. You can follow me personally, Rob, at complete, spelled with a K, underscore vision. Jessica, where can they find you on Instahams? I am at exposure, E-X-P-O-Z-H-E-R, expose her, as well as at lash and soul, which you always like for me to throw out, at L-A-S-H-A-N-D-S-O-U-L. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself physically, mentally, financially, and we will catch y'all next time. Peace.